next question. Is there a heaven? If so, who's going there and who isn't? I uh, love it. So, um, I, the word heaven, I don't know what the word heaven means. Is that what we see on this guy? What we do, I think the, be, the better way to phrase the question is, that, is, there, is there something after we die? You know, or we, we just disappear into nothingness. Uh, and is it pleasant? Okay. In the plural in the, in the Genesis of Shemaiah. Uh, well, yes, that's yeah, right. That's so, right. So um, what's absolutely clear from a Jewish perspective is that there is something after we die. Uh, but not only is do we have evidence from the Torah, the Torah says that, uh, but it makes sense. You know, if you agree, once you accept the premise of a designer, of an intelligent design to the world, by definition, you're accepting life after death. By definition. Why? Because once you have the idea of a creator, thus you have an idea of a plan. Right? Intelligence doesn't do something as elaborate as the universe without having a plan. Right? And the plan probably mandates, um, or, or the plan we could, uh, we could see is for humans to make free choices. That's you know, that's, you know, that's, that's what, you know, that's the spectrum or that's the, uh, that's, that, you know, that's the um, scale that uh, propels the world. Uh, thus, our actions have meaning and those, that, that meaning is going to play out uh, in reward and punishment. Like these things all make sense. Uh, now, what's clear is that we don't have reward and punishment in this world. That's absolutely clear. There's no way that Hitler paid for his crimes in this world. You know, no way, it's not possible. Uh, yes, yes. You see, yeah, it has to be that this is that this that there's something else. I mean, there's so there's a logical uh, conclusion, and then there's the textual conclusion. In fact, uh, the Talmud in Sanhedrin brings about I, I lost track. I think it was like 19 different sources from the Torah of life after death. It brings sources from the actual Torah, not the not the, not based on tradition, not, not, none of that from the Torah itself. Um, what this have what 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 happens after you die? I think you know you know there's the simplification of life after death, but then there's more nuance. We talk about uh, there's the idea of Gan Eden, there's the idea of Chiasamesim. So Gan Eden is the Garden of Eden or Paradise, we could call it. We could call this idea of, of of Gehenna or Purgatory or Hell, and then there's the idea of Olam Haba. Uh, these four ideas I think comprise. Uh, the framework of what this, listen, I'm not, I don't consider myself an expert, but the basic understanding of what we believe in life and death is one of these four things. Um, heaven and hell, called heaven and hell, or paradise and purgatory, whichever one you prefer, whichever alliteration uh, strikes your fancy. Uh, and then we have the other two, uh, which is Tchias uh, Amesin, resuscitation of the dead, and Olam uh, Haba. That, so, the, so that answers the first part of the question. So who's going there? Who isn't? I think everyone's going somewhere. <laughs> the, question is, <laughs> the question is where. Um, we have another category called kares. Kares means um, it's, it's um, I, I think we can look at these two stages. We put heaven and hell or, uh, or paradise and purgatory in one. It's more of a, that's not a destination. That's a, that's a, that's a process. Uh, hell is a process. It's there a process. A oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, but it's not a place of eternal torment. Right. Right. That's a process. Like I said, it's a process. It's not a destination. It's a process. So describe that mean what you're close to God. Ideally. What heaven and hell is, I, we don't know the exact details. Um, See, what bothers me is uh, where do the animals go? Well, the do the animals we, have souls? Well, we don't know. We don't have yeah. Animals have a bark mitzvah. Um, <laughs> well, there's no so bad. There's no question. <laughs> God says bark mitzvah. <laughs> we have to leave it over the animals. There's no question. 
Well, in 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 uh, in in Jewish philosophy, there's various levels of spirits or souls. You know, to talk about the um, this is already this is this is millennia old. Uh, you know, the difference between like a rock and a plant, and a plant versus an animal, an animal versus a human. And there are those who say a human versus a Jew. That's that's that's, mm-hmm. that's the debate. Uh, that Jew is a higher higher level of a soul. Okay, um, what happens to the animals? That's a good question. I, I don't know. I don't know. They do have obviously uh, uh, they do have more of a of a of a spiritual spirit of of life to them than a, than a plant, and that has more than uh, uh, just something sedentary like a rock. They have a nephesh, but they don't have that. Th- that's what we would probably say. You know. Yeah, so once you add, if you dig deeper, you'll find that the you know the the Zohar and the Kabbalah, which somebody I know nothing about, says that there's five parts of the soul. You know, um, uh, ruach, nefesh, neshama, chaya, yechida. I think what these means, I have no idea. Um, I, I don't consider myself, I find myself an expert, and I find, I find myself ignorant in these matters. Um, but yeah, so your soul, ha- uh, animal has something. I don't know exactly what it has, but it has more than a, than you know. Uh, yeah, so everyone goes somewhere. Um, as to um, Olam Haba, we talk about the destination. So the, the Mishnah says in the end of Sanhedrin, Kol Yisrael Yesh Lam Chelik Olam Haba. Very, very famous words that we say. All of Israel has a portion of the world to come. Thus, by merely being Jewish, you're guaranteed to have a portion of what we call the destination afterlife, not heaven and hell or paradise and purgatory. Or, right? We're talking about what we're talking about as an ultimate reward and punishment. All of Israel. And these are the ones that don't have a portion of the world to come. So, and there's ways that even someone who is, who is part of Israel, they can lose it, lose it, you know? By merely being part of uh, the fraternity that is the Jewish people, you're granted into this kind of relationship that Abraham started, that was perpetuated by the Jews throughout the centuries, of the special closeness with the Almighty that warrants such a, uh, a state. Uh, and unless you lose it, you'll still have that. But how do you lose it? So the mission gives a whole bunch of examples of how you can lose it. Um, if someone says there's no Tchias HaMesim, someone rejects some of the basic uh, tenets of, of Jewish belief, someone who says the Torah is not divine, um, someone who is an Apikores, Apikores means a heathen or a heretic, uh, what that means, it's also uh, discussion, exactly. It gives a, gives a, a whole list, um, basically people that disassociate themselves from the Jewish people. So, uh, if you're a Jew and you're associated with the Jewish people and you believe the core beliefs of the Jewish people, uh, even someone who's distant from practice has a portion of what to come. Gentiles, chasidei umot ha'olam, the righteous of the Gentiles, yesh lam have a portion of what to come as well. Uh, we don't believe that we have the monopoly on, on what's good and what's right and, and, and what you know, people can accomplish. You don't have to be Jewish to be good. Uh, that's uh, you know that's uh, broad Jewish uh, pluralism. We say, hey, if someone's a righteous Christian or a righteous Muslim or just a good guy, you don't have to be to be Jewish to be good and have a portion of what to come. The righteous of the Gentiles have a portion of what to come. Uh, we are we're the only one of the major religions that do that. You know, 
the Christians say, if you don't believe in Jesus, eternal damnation. If you don't believe uh, in uh, in uh, in Allah and, and Muhammad, Rasul Allah, then you know Dar al Kharb. And right, we know that the Muslims don't believe that. They have a very much a you know singular. Uh, universal vision of what is good and what's right and what's righteous and what's moral. My, my thing is that 1.3 billion Chinese can't all be wrong. <laughs> I would say that for the Indians, 1.2. What? what? About what's going to happen afterwards. So, you know, what, what do you mean? Of course well, they right, could. Remember, there's billions of people wrong regardless. However you slice it, there's billions of people wrong. There's no way to avoid that. Why? Because the second you have the Christians and the Muslims, right? If they were to face off, they don't agree. They're mutually exclusive. Thus, at least a billion people are wrong. No, it's no shock to me that there's a billion that Chinese point, yeah, wrong. 1.3 Chinese, and they don't believe really the same thing anyway. But there are going to be at least some of them. But if they're righteous, they have a portion of what to come. Well, What's that's the problem? Judaism, but in Christianity, and Muslim is different. Okay, but... Uh, uh, I mean, there's, we're only a small... So what are you saying? You're saying that if the Christians are right, which, by the way, we have evidence that they're not, but let's assume they were right, yes, a lot of people are toast, right? As in us Jews, or the Muslims, or the Hindus, or the Buddhists, or everybody the... Except everybody except for them, exactly. And even them, which, whichever one of the, you know... The, the you know the sects that you fall what into. That being said, is, yes, thankfully for the world, we're right. Thus, everyone who is a yeah. <laughs> thus, you know, there's a happy ending to this. Thus, everyone who is a righteous, even if they're not Jewish, they have a portion of what to come. Thankfully, okay, whatever. I'm, we're making generalizations, obviously. It is in the Bible. That's why it's okay. What I'm trying to say is nobody knows. Well, nobody's uh, going to know because there's nobody. We have a good guest. We, we have we have lots of good guesses. Uh, okay, so um, so that's the question: Is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Uh, who's going there and who isn't? Um, we have a, a Mishnah that I mentioned uh, in the end of Chate Matros that says. Uh, the Almighty wanted to benefit the Jewish people, therefore He increased for them Torah and mitzvot. Uh, the, the Almighty loves us, thus he gives us so many commandments and so many restrictions. Says Maimonides there in his commentary on the Mishnah that in order for a person to gain entry into Lamaba, into the world to come, they have to do at least one mitzvah perfectly. I know I mentioned this to this group before, so I'll do it expeditiously this time. Uh, therefore, there's so many opportunities. Each mitzvah is a ticket that we, if we stamp correctly, we are well on our way to our destination, which is Alam Haba. So many mitzvahs, so many opportunities. It's not possible for a Jew to go live his whole life without doing one mitzvah perfectly, thus stamping his golden ticket and gaining entry into the world to come on his own merit, not just being as part of the Jewish people. <laughs> so yes, uh, I think uh, that's the basic answer. Let's move on to the next question. Um, 